Well, some DJ said last night they were playing some Beatles stuff on the radio. I just was going across the dial and then suddenly I heard something or other. Uh, green onion, uh, glass onion. <laughs> See, I don't even know my own songs. So I listened to it because it was a rare track. They don't usually play it. They usually play the same ten when they say there's going to be a Beatle weekend. You know, right. it's the same ten, hard days, night help, yesterday, something, let it be. You know, there's, there's all that wealth of material, but mm -hmm. we only ever hear ten songs. Mm -hmm. And he said, I want to thank John, Paul, George and Ringo for not getting back together again and spoiling the good thing. <laughs> so I thought that was a sign of the time. You know, that, people are catching on now.
just say from, from the one who loves you, baby. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I'm so excited you can reach me now on my private phone line. Just call 1-900-909-TIFF. I have so many things I'd like to tell you. You're my friend, so call me. That's 1-900-909-TIFF. And if you're one of my lucky callers, you'll get to talk to me live, one-on-one. -on -one. Remember my number, 1-900-909-TIFF. Under 18, get permission before calling. $2 first minute, 45 cents each additional minute. Call me, okay?
me. <laughs> Listen, I'm not picking on you, John. You are, Ringo. I'm not. No, I'm just sitting here. Believe me, doing I'm your friend. Rob Budges, I'm here. your friend. And, and here you go, picking on me in public. I'm, I'm See? picking on you. <laughs> Believe me, John. Well, I hope we can call a truth, Ringo. Well, John, you can't go I on like this. Oh, one of us left to go. Are you coming? Is there any chance that either Ringo or George is going to start writing some songs? I mean, well, actually, they... George has written a few songs, and he'll tell you all about them now. Yeah, actually, I wrote one that was recorded. Don't bother but me. I don't, don't see sensational songs. Tried writing a few more, but they were laughed off. No, they no, weren't. George. Copyright. That's oh, my June. copyright. What are you saying? No, George wrote a very good tune on, on the second LP. Oh, which is called Don't Bother Me, which a lot of people don't think it's ours anyway, but George did write it in a very strong tune, George. But as far as we're Ringo and I concerned, we'll oh. leave the song writing to you. Excuse me, Paul. I'm going to sing the one I've written. No, I can't, re I can't quite remember it. Well, I'll get but even so, just for a plug, we've just... <laughs> Ringo uh, has written one called... <laughs> <laughs> don't pass me by, don't make me cry, don't make me blue. A beautiful yeah, no. melody.
Why don't you use synthesizers and computers and so on in the songs? Why do you just stick to the relationship between a guitar, an amp, and a microphone? We just never really bought it since. I mean, it's, I mean, if somebody gave us a synthesizer, we'd probably plug it into an app and use it. I mean, we just we're, we just sort of use what's at hand. That's what our thing has always been, and we're still sort of like our hands are full of what we have, which is basically the guitar and the amp, and we're still into using that. And we're also, I mean, we're we also like the idea of of the traditional four-piece rock group: two guitars, bass, and drums. And that to us is like really exciting. And we like being that way. I mean, I mean, we're really into the Beatles much more than we are into synth pop. <laughs> and so, I mean, we're gonna. That's what we do. I mean, we're that's we get much more of a kick out of that.
cucumbers from the fall. They were founded 12 years ago by singer Marky e. Smith as one of the beacons of northern punk, and all that time have hung in there, constantly shifting their sound. They're not the sort of band whose importance can be measured by chart success. Rather, they've remained consciously aloof and independent, steadily touring and recording albums. Their devoted following includes John Peel, who only this week chose one of their songs for his Desert Island Discs. Here they are, The Fall. Oh, boy. 
Oh, this is a great one. <laughs> they never play this. Happiness is a warm gun. Oh, I love it. I love this one too. I remember the day that uh, he was making it. You know, this is when uh, uh, we were in, yeah, Kenwood. In the United. No, you were making this song in Kenwood. Oh yeah. Just the bit I like. Yeah. They said this was about drugs, and it wasn't. You know. Shoot. Not shoot, shoot. I was positive it was about drugs. This wasn't the one that I was convinced was about drugs. Our finger on your trigger. Nobody believes me about that. Or no, I didn't even notice it, you know, and then later... Oh, that was the one that everybody said was the most clear. It was like there was just no doubt this was a drug song. This is camp, you know. He didn't know. No? Didn't... This is a really good one. I, like I thought this song covered the whole gamut of rock and roll in a way through different phases. You know? It was a miniature collage. It was a collage. Hello, George. Anyway, Happiness of the Warm Gun, as I said many, many times, was from the cover of a gun magazine which George Martin had in the studio when we were making a double album. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, it had happiness as a warm gun on on the cover, and on the cover it had a picture of a gun that had just been shot, was smoking, you know. Yeah. And I thought, how incredible the fact that happiness is a thing, a, a warm gun that's just shot something yeah. or somebody. And that's why I wrote the song. The first half that's good. She's not a girl who misses much. Was something I was writing vaguely connected with the Oko. It's just when I was first meeting her. And these are all different segments of songs, and I just wove them all together, different songs. Stuck them all in one piece and made like a little miniature collage. Uh, well, collage, yeah. you know, like instead of an album collage, like Pepper. This was all done in the one song, and it went through the different styles of rock. And it also was about a gun, not about heroin or anything. And in those days, I had no idea about heroin. I'd never seen it. Nor no. knew anybody that had ever touched naive. it or taken it. Mm. of a velvet hand like a lizard on a window pane a man in the crowd with the multicolored mirrors on his hobnail boots lying with his eyes while his hands are busy working overtime a soap impression of his wife which he ate and donated to the National Trust
person in, in my life as far as music because she gave me an electric Hawaiian guitar and an amplifier when I was like eight years old and she was the one responsible for giving me the Beatles records and she gave me a bass drum and I'd strap that on and, and walk around with the Elmer's Fudd hat on and my dad's tennis shoes and, and beat on the drum walk around the neighborhood singing Beatles songs.
stars that shine Dark as the sky I'm a lover mine Will never die And I love her I love my Show is brought to you by the Daily Express, and with me tonight, Paul McCartney. We're going to talk about the LP, and I know that you're going to enjoy it. The first track on the LP is back in the USA. It sure is, Tony. You're quite right, boy. <laughs> um, can, we, can we just talk about this yeah. particular about this particular track because it's it's a back uh, in the USSR. Yeah, it's a okay. wild rocking thing. Yeah, um, that's a track which uh, it just sort of you know came. Because Chuck Berry once did a song called Back in the USA, which is very American, very Chuck Berry, very sort of, uh, uh, you know, he was serving in the army, and when I get back home, I'm going to kiss the ground. Of you know, I can't wait to get back to the States. And it's a, a very American sort of thing, I've always thought. that kind of. So this one is like about, a, to, in my mind, it's just about a, a, a spy sort of who's been in America a long, long time, you know, some fellow who's been in America a long time, and he's picked up and he's very American, but he gets back to... USSR, you know, where, uh, and he's sort of saying, you know, leave it till tomorrow, honey, to disconnect, you know, to disconnect the phone and all that. And come here, honey, and put with Russian women and that. You see, what, what it is, it concerns the attributes of Russian women, soul element created by George's guitar and heavy brass. <laughs> Flip side brother. Let's hear it right away, back in the USSR. Тиратиндата, татиратиндари, татиратиндата, татиратиндата. Don't know how lucky you are, boy. Back in US, back in US, back in USSR. Well, I flew in from Miami to the OAC. Didn't get to bed last night. All the way to paper back was on my knee. Man, I had a dreadful fight. I'm back in USSR. in the USSR Well, I've been away so long I hardly live in the place Man, it's good to be back home 
in the U.S., back in the U.S.S.R. partly the goal but it still wasn't a sort of let's get some money but we sort of got suddenly had money and then it wasn't all that good by know? having the money we found that money wasn't the answer because we had lots of material uh, things for people sort of spend a whole life to try and get we managed to get them at quite an early age and it was good really because we learned that that wasn't it we still lacked something, and that something is the thing that religion is trying to give to people.
What was your own personal response to the Abbey Road album? How, how uh, did you feel it comparing it with previous albums? I thought it was quite nice. On the whole, I think it's a pretty good album. What are your own personal favourites? Which ones that I you like, really um, do like? I like my favourite one is, I think, Because. Oh, yes. And um, just because I like three-part harmony. We've never done something like that for years, I think, since a B-side. When you were red tonight, remember what I said tonight? So I like that. Because the world is round, it turns me on. Because the Love is old, love is 
Hello, everybody. This is Paul, and I'd just like to thank you all for buying our records during the past year. We know you've been buying them because the sales have been very good, you see. Don't know where we'd be without you, really, though. In the army, perhaps. Oh, we hope you've enjoyed listening to the records <laughs> as much as we've enjoyed melting them. <laughs> no, 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 that's wrong. Making them. We're in number two studio at the moment at EMI, taping this little message for you. Yes, we are. We, we are, indeed. I just thought I'd make the... This is the same studio we've used all along since the old days of Love Me Do. Many years ago, it seems, oh, didn't Oh, yeah, those are the days. <laughs> well, that's about all, I think. Except <laughs> to wish you all a happy Christmas and a very new year. Now I'll pass you over to John. John? John, John speaking. Thanks all of you who bought me book. Thank you, folks, for buying it. It was very handy. And there's another one out pretty soon, it says here. Hope you buy that too. It'll be the usual rubbish, but it won't cost much. You see? That's the bargain we're going to strike up. I write them in my spare time, it says here. It's been a busy year. Did you write this yourself? No. It's somebody's bad hand rotor. It's been a busy year, Beetle Peedles. One way and another, but it's been a great year. Two. <laughs> you fans have seen to that. Page two. <laughs> Thanks a lot, folks, and a happy uh, Christmas and a merry go year. Crimble, maybe, and a handy to George, who'll speak to you. Now! Thank you, John, thank you. Hi there! <laughs> I'd like to thank all of you for going to see the film. Spect a lot of you saw it more than once. I did. Did you? So did I. Thanks anyway, because it makes us very pleased, you know. We had a quiet time making it. <laughs> Actually, we didn't. We had a great time making it, and we're glad it turned out okay. The next one should be completely different. We start shooting it in February. This time, it's going to be in colour. It'll be a big laugh, we hope. Well, we... <laughs> uh, big laugh. Uh, uh... Yeah, Bean it'll be a big laugh. You were Megan? And we may see all of you soon. Hope so. Anyway, all the best in Happy New Year and a Happy Christmas. And here's Ringo. Thanks, George. Ringo, yeah? Well, the others have thanked you for the discs and John's book and for everything. Oh, no, for enjoying the film. I'd like to thank you just for being fans. It's been a funny year, you know. One minute we're in England, next we're away. Expect you're wondering where we've been. So well, we. Beetle people, <laughs> we've, been, we've been to Australia and America and New... Who's dropping that? New Zealand and Australia. And New Zealand. Is that New Zealand? <laughs> so back. much travelling, but you've stayed loyal, haven't you? Anyway, those airport receptions knocked us out, man. Great. Dig. Well, that's about it from me. I'd just like to say all the best for Christmas and a happy new year. Don't you realize 
is no surprise now What you see is me Listen to me one more time How can I get through? Can't you try to see that I'm Trying to get to you Open up your eyes now Tell me what you see Two of us sending 
A thousand and one things you never knew about the Beatles. Did you know that one of Paul McCartney's disguises that he used to sneak in and out of hotels once even fooled the Beatles themselves? It happened on tour in Sweden where he dressed up as a professor and spoke a strange gibberish language that the boys assumed was Swedish. Brian Epstein was even concerned that someone had penetrated the security force. Be listening next hour for the exclusive Beatle radio feature, A Thousand and One Things You Never Knew About the Beatles.
Think for yourself, cause I won't be there with you Misery Do what you want to do And go where you're going to Think for yourself Cause I won't be there with you Although your mind's opaque Try thinking more If just for your own sake The future still
the truth. Are you really a Beatles fan or you're here because it's the right thing to do? Uh -huh, I love the Beatles. I bet there's a group you like better now. No, I don't like any group better than the Beatles. Honestly, aren't the Beatles on their way out? I don't think so. I think they're still strong. Do you think the Beatles are out of style? Never. They'll never go out of style. Tell me the truth now. Which group do you like better than the Beatles? The Beatles all the time. I love them. Don't you think this whole Beatle craze is sort of silly and strictly for girls? No, not really. I think they're very talented musicians and talented songwriters and excellent showmen. You like them? Yeah. How long do you think they can last? As long as they keep playing, they'll last. And, you know, the Beatles bring joy into the world. They're, they're happiness. We forget our kids when we hear Beatle records. They're fun. Tell me this. How long do you think the Beatles can last? 
Well, I wish they'd last forever. They could bring happiness to everybody. records can stand up in any period unless music really changes you know you can pick most of the Beatle records a few of them are obviously of an era but most of them sound pretty au courant like Hey Jude or 
On peut dire que certaines chansons, je le crois du moins, sont immortelles. On pourra les jouer sur d'autres instruments, avec d'autres machines. Il n'en reste pas moins qu'elles sont, je le crois, immortelles. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you Tomorrow I'll miss you Remember I'll always be true And then while I'm away I'll ride home every day And I'll send all my loving to you That I'm kissing the lips that I'm missing And hope that my dreams all come true And then while I'm away I'll ride home every day And I'll send all my loving to you